And now, insurance-minded speeches from GEICO. It's a common expression, don't look a gift horse in the mouth. However, what if the horse's mouth is filled with useful insurance tools? This is the exact case with the GEICO app. Yes, the app is free and therefore a gift horse. However, look inside the app and behold, emergency roadside assistance, digital ID cards, bill pay. Get the GEICO app, look it in the mouth, get amazing services. Thank you. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to RU Instant Reaction Review. I am your host, RUScreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is uh, the ever-punctual co-host extraordinaire, <laughs> Shane Leonard. That's what I get today. Hello. And uh, so this week, we're doing uh, The Age of Adeline, although that's going to be uh, really just me because you right. bailed at the last second. I was smart to skip and, that one. And skip that, yeah. Yeah, yeah and it was great. And uh, X, <laughs> X Machina, yeah. which um, is you know big-time kind of critical darling right now yeah and going we waited on. we waited a couple of weeks for that we were hoping to see that a while yeah ago, and yeah we finally got to see it so yeah it's it kind of had a, actually i went and looked back and it had like kind of a weird release thing if you go back enough to like december january yeah where uh the date that it was uh going to come out was uh going to be bigger at first and then they kind of switched it up and yeah. made it just new york and la yeah. for couple weeks, actually, which was weird. It opened just in New York and L.A. Then the next week, it opened a little tiny a little bit more, yeah. but not much. <laughs> and then finally it went wide. It's, so. it's weird when they do that. We've seen these things happen. They, they wanted some more space after Furious 7. Right. And then they wanted to get just before the Avengers. Right. And so they, that they were in that it, that's sweet a weird, spot. They that's a real weird bookend. And sometimes people do that. Which helped them not. None. By the way. None. No. <laughs> so, that was, so that was great. Yeah. Um, Furious 7. Uh, still won yeah. for a while. It looked like Age of Adeline actually was going to win, and yeah. then by the time you get to the whole end of the weekend, the way the box office reports comes out, it can be weird. Some yeah. weeks, you know, it's like, hey, Friday was great, and then right. but <laughs> by Sunday, it's but all not over. so much. Yeah, by the time yeah. you get the end thing, it's like, no, just furious. I right. need some more. So. Yeah. Um. So you know, uh, before we go right into the movies, <laughs> actually, it's funny because. Uh, uh, I never put up that poll on uh, <laughs> on Are You Screening. Yeah, it's actually kind of. I, I got to tell you, some big stuff is happening. Yeah. So um, the, the listeners have that to look forward to. Right. Um, and it just reminded me again when the music played that I was going to have new music, and I keep not doing that. Yeah, you've taught me with this in, for a while now. In about two or three weeks, maybe four weeks. Right. Uh, so it all depends on things totally out of my control. There's yeah. going to be a big things that happen and there's going to be some changes to the podcast. Yeah. And then there, then there will be new music for sure when that happens. Right. And then, so no point changing the music and just the intro yeah. just to like change it again in right. another week or something like that. Right. So, uh, but there, so I didn't get the poll up because just other stuff going on. Right. right. But <laughs> But I got a lot of emails. <laughs> we love the emails. Some of them that said, well, I was going to vote in the poll. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. Good right? one. Right. And, you know, the consensus of opinion yeah. seems to be, and, uh, you know, it's not like we got thousands and thousands of emails or anything, but, right. but quite a few. Yeah. So that's always awesome. Um, but yeah. – and there were some – some that voted the other way or whatever, but uh, the consensus of opinion seems to be basically uh, we start off the show and we say uh, we're going to do Age of Adeline right. and then just boom, we say our yeah. <laughs> we say our rating and then yeah. we never talk right. about anything in between. Oh, we oh. just say it's, – it's like when you look at it online. When you go right. see a review online right. and it says the title – and you see the stars, stars the reviews, and then you read the review, yeah. and then you don't read the review, basically. Right, right. <laughs> so because people who listen to us want to be able to turn the show off as fast as they can. <laughs> and, well, thanks for and sticking just say, uh, yeah, and just say, 
these are the stars. Yeah. Anyway, so um, we will probably yeah. run with that, I guess, until yeah. enough until people we do another complain poll. another right. way. Right. right. Every once in a while. It always made sense because, like you said, and we've talked about before, it really does seem like just that's what reviews look like when you read them. So you – Right. But and even on but TV, the, but the thing came up because right. some people wrote in and said – no, right. I like it better like at it the better. end. Right. But man, were they outnumbered in our unofficial email poll. Yeah, well, that's what happens when <laughs> so, you don't vote. So, yeah, if you don't vote. Yeah, you got to wait for the next time. Yeah, who knows? Well, then now we'll get a whole other batch right. of emails, and, and uh, that'll be great. Right. Um, My kid was sick. I couldn't vote, you know, things yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, so, that'll be anyway. fine. Uh, so, and then next week, uh, like we've already mentioned, right. uh, it goes without saying that it's Avengers. It'll be Avengers. So... Uh, hooray for the world there. Right. Um, so, so Age of Adeline. Now, here's the weird thing about Age of Adeline, <laughs> and and I'm not going to go for a real long time and make you just sit there. No, I, and, this will be fun to me. And and not do anything. But so the Blake Lively movie uh, that Harrison Ford is in, right. and uh, I think it's really interesting in the trailer. First of all, since we talk about the trailer, the trailer for this movie is very tricky because. Uh, uh, I, I will just say that you know my wife watched this one. Um, she's just a uh, anti-movie fanatic, really, at this point. Like she wants it's nothing. Just rebelling to, she wants because nothing of what to you do, do with movies right. anymore. It's but, all because of you. You've ruined it for her. Right. Um, and we both were kind of of the opinion that the trailer is kind of a trick. Um, yeah. The gen the general outline is there, right? right? But the movie goes kind of in a much different way than you expect. At least for me, and well, for me and my wife, right? Um, because when you're watching the trailer, you kind of get this impression. Plus, not only the trailer, but lots of other promotional stuff they've done. Like there have been lots of, you know, they made like this set of posters from different years, so right. you see what she's wearing, like what she that. looks like, That's and tiny. in all the different times and everything. Yeah. But then put together with the trailer, right? You get the idea that you're going to see a lot more of her not just right now. Right. And you really don't. It's weird. And some of it that huh. you do, it's almost kind of pointless. It's almost huh. kind of like uh, we need to throw in something from a different time. So let's do this. Right. And then, look, there she is and stuff. And <laughs> there's uh, there's just quite a bit of the movie that you're you're thinking you're going to get more of you know she's she's been 29 for 80 years or whatever the hell whatever, the story yeah. is right she's been 29 yeah. for a, around 80 years or something like that and so why would we not show a lot of that life right. that she's would, seen and the trailer you think you're going to get a lot of that and and man you you just really don't it's mm. just all about the present and you get a few flashbacks here and there. Yeah. Some of them obviously that make a lot of sense. Like when we do meet Harrison Ford and as everybody knows from the trailer, the whole gig with Harrison Ford is that she knew him and he remembers her and now right. he's really old and right. you know, that whole thing. The whole Benjamin Button so, thing. so when we see him, you know, then we get some flashbacks of them meeting and then them spending time together and, and, right. and all that. And that all makes sense, but what the, the the rest of what we do get, some of it is just kind of goofy, yeah, nonsense or whatever. And uh, anyway, so so the story is she's in this car crash and she gets struck by lightning, and you know this is a weird uh, example of trying to explain something and like ruining it, right? Because yeah. <laughs> because. Uh, it, it's we're obviously in there's some kooky magic world yeah. that she gets frozen at 29 doesn't age anymore, <laughs> and so and so there's this voiceover that explains it all right and she goes into the water she gets like she's in like frozen water it's freezing cold so yeah. she's like she's frozen and it starts going what the body does when that happens is it shuts down yada yada and then like her heart stops and whatever and then lightning strikes the car. <laughs> And then that's this much heat and electricity, and what happened is that did this thing. Yeah, that's and they much. and they say something about it, right? And they go, a principle that won't be that will be like discovered in the year 2035 or something. Right, right. So basically, the idea is that in 2035, somebody is going to discover how you just everybody lives forever right. once we get to 2035. Right. I mean, 
if you have enough money, I right. suppose, sure. or whatever. Right. But the way that it works actually seems pretty simple. Yeah. Like, everyone will do it. And, right. And, and why so, would you? And so yeah. the movie's barely started, and I'm already going, I just want to watch that movie that in 2035, <laughs> what everybody lives forever, right? Right, right. So anyway, it's like this whole they, – they try to give this medical mumbo-jumbo like explanation for how it works, and then she just lives forever. And she spends her time basically like – they say constantly moving, but then she only does it every 10 years, right? Right. There's a part where all of a sudden the FBI gets her and they want to run some tests because she's sure. she's just stuck in her regular life. She just lived her regular life for way too long. Yeah. She had a daughter. They look like sisters now. Right. People know who she is, and they're asking a lot of questions. Then yeah. all of a sudden, the FBI shows up, but it's the ages ago FBI. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Sure. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they want to run some tests on her, yeah. uh, obviously. So then, you know, she gets a fake, fake name and everything. Sure. And then she just right. spends her life. Every 10 years, she, like, starts over as a new person. Right. And then she meets somebody, and, and her whole gig all this time has been that you know she can't fall in love anymore right. like early on she tried that out a couple of times yeah didn't work out for her right. now she's just decided that she can't do that then she meets somebody turns out to be harrison ford's son who she knew in london and on and on right and a lot of the movie i was kind of okay with it especially for you know what goofy genre we're in that's funny because right? it doesn't sound very it sounds like the most amish of vampire stories like, no it's, you know she's living forever she can't love it's really you know. it's really weirdly kooky but you know it's it's like it a, it's like a it chick flicky kind of yeah. thing and it's you know if what you have to pretend is in the same genre as like right. nicholas sparks movies sure. then why not then it was pretty was good working. for a while right, right. um by the, actually, now I like broke my own rule, right? Yeah. Um, I give this like three. Um, <laughs> yeah, what would Jen give it? I don't know. She was mad at it. Oh, <laughs> okay. she right. she might give it worse than that. Okay. So there's a lot at the beginning I didn't like, and then at the end I would have probably at one point been about like a six for this. Yeah. Okay. And said, you know what? It's I doing mean, what it's, it's doing. It's, yeah. it's what it is. Right. It's not trying to be the next greatest thing that ever happened. Yeah. There were a lot of parts of it that were really slow for no reason. Is it long? Isn't it like a two-hour film? <clears throat> I don't think it's that long. It's like an hour, um, I, I don't know exactly how long it is, but it didn't seem like it was that long, and I didn't even like it. So it couldn't have been that long, <laughs> right? Or yeah. else I would have been. <laughs> yeah, one fifty. I would wow. have been really hating it. Right. But there are parts where it's slow for no reason just because it like has kind of a quirky idea it wants to throw out yeah. there and go, so look at this, because she's really old. Right. You know, and right. so a lot of that was goofy. But there was a there was a, a pretty far point where I would have given it like six, and then the ending is horrible. And yeah. and goes and that's what brought it down. And goes really goofy, right? Yeah. And you know, so her whole thing that she's dealing with, I guess, basically, as this immortal person, yeah. the thing that she deals with is, like, being alone, and she can't love anyone because she can't grow old with them. She talks at one point to her daughter. So I'm going to totally spoil the movie. All right, go I'm ahead. Gonna, <laughs> you haven't sold me on scene. I'm a, I'm a, no, I'm not trying to right. either. No, I, 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 this not, isn't going to happen. I, not, I don't care now. I'm not trying to sell anybody. Now enough, I want to but, know if she uh, dies in the end. But your warning now is that uh, right. we're going to get, like, really spoilery about what happens. Assuming that you can really spoil a movie right. like this, so you I got don't know. thirty seconds. So, so um, yeah. So anyway, you know that's like her big thing, and she talks about it with her daughter, who's really old right. now, sure. and she has to pretend is her grandmother and stuff. Yeah, and <laughs> and she says like this thing that's uh, in one of the trailers. I'm pretty sure where she says, you know, uh, love without growing old together is just heartache, yeah. right? right? And so that's her whole thing. So then what happens is she finally – she gets into this whole thing with uh, Harrison Ford is the guy's dad. And uh, Harrison Ford kind of puts two and two together because they spent a lot of time together, he's right? So, so he's he's yeah. going he's gonna to figure things out, right. whatever. And then basically unrelated to Harrison Ford figuring it out, she finally kind of decides, you know, forget it. I'm just going to go for it and not run away because she's basically like in the process of running away, oh, right? right? Yeah. <clears throat> and she finally changes her mind and says, no, I'm just going to go for it and not run all of my life. Yeah. Now, of course, we have, Office phone, we, have, we, have, phone. we have a phone. We're taking calls, but not like um, that. Yeah. So. 
so then what happens that really pissed me off, even though it's kind of cheesy before this happens. So what happens is she gets another car accident. Oh, get out of here. No, and so we get in this whole... Uh, this cures her, I'm going to burn down we, the world. We, no, that's what happens. Yeah. <laughs> no, so what happens, and then plus... Is we, it really? Yeah, it does, really. I thought you were just screwing with me. No, and so the narration <laughs> explains it to you again. Great. Of how, awesome. of how apparently in 2035 they will also discover how to reverse the effect or oh, or how to undo doing it. But that's horrible. But here's the thing where the movie just really kills itself for me. That's bad enough because it's super cheesy right. and, and goofball, right? But where it really kills me kills it for me is that the the point of the story, theoretically, right, is that she gets past that way of thinking. Yeah. And says, No, I'm gonna stop running, I'm gonna be in love right. and, and live. And live. I'll live my life. Right, even exactly. If it never ends. Right. In, instead of just running and, and right. blah, 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 right? right? Yeah. So she does that, right? And so it's like we get where the story is supposed to be going, right. kind of thing, right? Yeah. And she doesn't know that she's like cured now, right? So then at the end, we get this like one year later. Mm-hmm. So now suddenly it's a year later. And then all of a sudden she's going out. They're married. Harrison Ford's there. You yeah. know, they're all whatever. And she's been with him for the year, whatever. And she's going along with their life. And then she sees like a gray hair. Right, of course. And so now she knows whatever. Right. And then she's like all happy. Right. Because she got what she wanted originally. Right. Except that's just instantly negating the whole point of the story. Yeah. And and then I was like, okay, I'm out. Right. <laughs> it yeah. was right. Then it was just kind of it was like one of those things where um you know, I know they didn't make this movie because they saw forever. Right. <laughs> right. But it's a timing like thing that. that's very coincidental. Yeah. But it's almost like they saw an episode of Forever and said, I like that idea. I'll right. make a movie. Right. And then, you know, like I've said a lot of times before, it's, you know, like they start filming the movie and the person writing it says, well, it'll take us a while to film yeah. this first part. I'll come up with an ending by then. Right. And then all of a sudden they're like, all right, dude. Yeah. We got, <laughs> we got to shoot. Right. And he's <laughs> like, uh, she gets fixed. Right. right. <laughs> and, uh, and then she doesn't, uh, I mean, it just was. It just kind of was like somebody had a good idea, sold the script to somebody to make the film based on like the synopsis of the first part of it, right? Right. And then went, whatever, we'll end it somehow. It doesn't make a difference. And then and then that's what you get. Wow. That that does sound kind of And then meanwhile, in the in the middle parts that were okay, it still was only like a six. It yeah. wasn't like it was blowing my socks off or yeah, anything. It right. still had a lot of parts where, like I said, it's really slow. It does a lot of things without knowing why it's doing them, just right. kind of because they're sort of part of the trick. Right. It's like It's like someone's doing a magic trick, and there's like the part – of the magic trick that just, you're just supposed to look over here for a while. Right. But then we keep doing it. Yeah. Like a lot of times and go, I don't know, this is part yeah. of, it's not even serving the function anymore, but I, but you I can do this. do this, but yeah. I have more flash paper. So I'll make more little light up explosions or whatever it's so, but, but it wasn't that bad. It wasn't like I was, it, at the same time that it wasn't that great, you know, for me, for me to give it like a six, it's, it's yeah. okay. Yeah. I mean, when it's, you said it's that, not terrible. I thought, well, it must right? have really failed, uh, really failed at the end, but, and, and that does sound like a real and it fail did. at the end. But, uh, but, and, and you know, the yeah. other, the thing that was weird too, speaking of like audience reaction or like sort of a more mainstream reaction, there were some people in there, there were a lot of parts that they really like started giggling at. Yeah, and I'm like, and they weren't is funny. This, is this funny? And yeah. I just don't know, right. or whatever. Right. I don't know. So it was kind of goofy, but you know, I don't know. It's one of those movies where I'm like, you know, this isn't for me anyway. So right, I I could not get behind it. And but you know, Blake Lively was a lot better than I thought she was going to be. Yeah, uh, I'm not a huge fan of hers anyway, and I don't know that I've. I don't know that I've seen her do a lot that's, uh, you know, super tricky Notable, to do right, anyway, right. and uh, she was really good in it. Yeah. So I kind of had low expectations of how well she was going to play stuff out. Right. She wasn't great, but she was 
certainly Better, good enough yeah, and, and good. Uh, did a pretty good job. She's being billed. You know, this is her film. Everyone knows Harrison right, Ford's right. in it, but he's real supporting background kind of late film. Like this is right. Her. He he doesn't even show up for a really long time. Yeah. And then I'll tell you another thing that uh, was just kind of a weird irritant, right? When we do the flashbacks where we see like the young Harrison Ford we meet, yeah. it's this guy doing like a Harrison Ford impression. Oh, I yeah. mean, he's not, he's not <laughs> even, funny. he's not even just like, I'm this character younger. Right. No, I'm just Harrison he's Ford. He's just doing a Harrison Ford impression. <laughs> he's like trying to talk like Harrison Ford. Yeah. And, and not only that, but he's trying to talk like Harrison Ford, like in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Right. <laughs> and, That's great. And it's, that guy did a lot of homework then. It's a little weird, yeah. though. It's like, right. all, you know, it, it almost sounds like you dubbed in actual right. Harrison Ford talking because you like see this guy. They're in London. It's a long time ago. It's like yeah. I, it, it must probably at that point be like the 40s or something. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she's driving this car and he rides his bike up along there in the middle of nowhere in London. And all of a sudden it's like he gets off the bike and then he starts talking and you're like, whoa, like it just, it sounds weird. It would have been really funny if he'd been doing an old Harrison Ford, but the guy playing, you know, the older version was like Danny DeVito. You know, he just decided like, I'm going to be a young Indiana Jones. It would have been cool actually, if they would have just uh, made him speak only in lines that Harrison Ford has said in other (laughs) movies so that That they could just straight crop it over. Right. That might've saved it. That, well, you never know. They wanted to go goofy with it. They'd done it right. Yeah. Anyway. So uh, So that one's a, that one's a miss. So that one's a, that one's definitely a miss. And it was that one up to you seeing even, even with the end being horrible, if they, if they could have just made, you know, a lot more fun and kind of, you know, taken their gimmick more seriously, like not, this is what happens, not just because this is what I want to do, but because this is what would be interesting to happen yeah. there, there would be a lot more, you know, she works at a library, which is how she meets the guy. So it's like this convenient way for her to exist. And then we see these things early on where, you know, she's putting a lot of money in stock yeah. <laughs> for Xerox. Right. And like ages ago, like just before they actually became Xerox, they had right. some other, crazy name or whatever. And uh, they make a real point of selling the fact that the guy selling her the stock doesn't even know the name Xerox and all that. Right. And, you know, that's okay, but it's actually not really even necessary, right? I mean, if she acts like she has a little bit of money and she's been around and is immortal, Right. right? We'll just figure it out. Like, you don't need to tell us. We will just go... I could think of my own ways that she made some money. We don't need the scene for no reason at all. Right. I mean, I don't know. Anyway, sounds like a lot of, you know, not faith in the material. So we're just, it really, it it really seems like it was. And there was even, there were some scenes where, you know, like I said, we had these flashbacks, but they didn't do anything. We weren't, we weren't really using the flashbacks for a good effect or anything. It was just because, Hey, here's a thing we can do. Yeah. Like there's this one part she goes to this uh, big famous hotel for a New Year's Eve party and uh, I can't even remember what it is, but it's in uh she's in San Francisco. It's like Knob Hill or right. I don't know, whatever it is. There's some big uh thing and she goes there and she was there in the like 20s or something when, yeah. or, or 30s or something at a New Year's Eve party and so there's a picture of her. Yeah. Uh, where she was there before, right? And it's just, it's in a wall with a bunch of pictures of, look at the history of this place, and just happens to be like a really old picture. Oh, no. And she's there. And, you know, just the fact that she sees the picture and looks at it, we're done. Right. That's that's all there is to that. You can just go, okay, so see, she was here before. Right. But no, we have to see the little scene. Yeah. They have to, like, cut to that scene and show it to us and see her there before. When it does nothing, then she, like... (laughs) Then she comes out of her <laughs> trance where she's remembering it, and then just life goes on. There's no point to it. Every you know? once in a while, you know, I'm doing something in my apartment. You know, I'm cleaning, I'm cooking, I'm doing something. And this sounds like one of those films that would be fun to have on if I'm too lazy to go change the channel and just watch it for the sheer awfulness of its kind, kind of, of, of its effort. Yeah. You know, because that's that's pretty awkward and it's, clumsy. It, yeah, it's weird. But anyway. 
so yeah, miss that one. Okay. <laughs> and uh, yeah. I probably don't have to sell anybody on missing that one, but no. All right, so uh X Machina. Um so now we just have to stay, say our ratings. That's Yeah, now we're, now we're that, all warmed up for this. That's that's the theory yeah. that we're going to do. Um, you know, I I'm curious about this. I think you're going to well, I I have an idea of your rating. You know, we, we should, talked about we it. We should we should, we should start pick. a we should start a new thing where we write down <laughs> yeah. on a secret what piece of paper what, what we each think yeah. the other did. That would be funny. That would be a hilarious thing. Um you know, uh, for a long time I wanted to give this a uh, higher rating and yeah. I was really looking forward to this movie. Yep. And I think it did a lot of things great. Um but at the end for the overall movie, I can't I can't find a way to get higher than eight. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. And, and there's a lot of time during this movie where there are a lot of spaces in this movie where like, let's say you cut out 10 minutes yeah. here or there or 15 minutes here or there where I would go, well, that's 10. Right. Because there are a lot of really awesome yeah. parts. Yeah. But in the end, uh, there was stuff I didn't like about it and stuff that I didn't think was that great. And that's yeah. all, that's all I can do really is eight. <laughs> For the most part, I'm at seven. And it's a lot of the same. It's a lot of the same feeling. I think when we saw this Friday, <clears throat> I don't think I was ever even in the moments of watching the movie past maybe the forty minute mark. I don't think I was ever above eight and a half. Right. And then as time went on, and as a couple of days have passed, even though my instant reaction at that time was probably seven and a half, maybe eight. Right. You know, it's kind of I haven't thought about the movie. I've I've realized right. that I haven't thought about the movie as the only way of thinking about the movie. Right. And and that that hurt it a bunch. For and me you because, and you went into this movie expecting to think about it for yeah, weeks. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. going to be something like I I had so much fun um though they're not very similar as films totally um although the genre is there but when we watched Looper and we bring up right, Looper right. a bunch of times I had so much fun just thinking about Looper off and on for the next right, couple of weeks right. at least when we were watching the film and at least for me I think probably People that listen to us know we do this. We'll rate something high and then just crap all over it, <laughs> right, or vice versa. Right. And it's very easy for me to nail down the things that I really liked about the film. Um, but I want to more or less probably vent all the things that I thought were annoying about it. Right. But, you know, it's an atmospheric, it's an atmospheric kind of stylish looking thing, and I loved all the ingredients separately. But I just didn't think that once they were put together, they gelled the way that it was supposed to gel. Right. And for me, that was that's part of the disappointment. I don't think there's a bad performance in the film at all. I, no. I like very much the characters in it. And at different times of the film, though I was never really wild about Ava, not because of the actress, but just because of what she can do, I swung um, from really liking Dominic and then Isaac. Like, I was really into one character, and then I was really into the other character. Right. They, they managed to do that effectively because I think they both had fun stuff to do. The film, for me, when it when it it kind of is like a slow boiler or maybe that's not even the best way. It's almost, it felt like a constrictor because there's a moment where it just kind of keeps tightening and tightening. And right. then, and, and it very early on, there's a moment, um, this doesn't really spoil anything, but there's, uh, you know, he's this big tight, uh, this tech, um, typhoon and he's got, uh, uh, tech tycoon and he's got like this new AI and he's bringing this guy in from his company to try to validate it and give it the Turing test, which, oh, all by itself, that has me hooked. I love right. ideas like right. try to prove the computer is not, you know, AI proficient. And when there's a power outage, she knows that she's not being listened to and she says you can't trust him. And at that moment, I was hooked. I was right. at a 10. I'm like, this is going to be amazing. This is going to be like moon. Right. This is going to be something really, really incredible. And it just kind of didn't know how to hold all those strings that it was like wrapping up and making things happen. But it did it in a stylish way, in a kind of a noir kind of way. And I and I pay attention to the music. Like there was always like a hum of, um, like an ominous note going on. Right. Sometimes they're they're in the like a, and, yeah. They're in like a. So okay, the way the movie goes yeah. on, right, is uh, Oscar Isaac is basically the guy who invented Google, right. except that it's not Google. They call it right. Blue Book, which is right. some weird Facebook new. Right. Thing, it's anyway, uh, it's, it's Google Facebook right. put right. together, right, or whatever it is, and uh, and he's just a cajillionaire right. and um, owns this giant island, I suppose, or, or whatever it place. is. He yeah. owns this massive tract of land. Right. But, right. It's but, huge. 
whatever it is, and uh, and he basically has uh, this fake contest. And uh, one thing I do, I love the way they started the movie. Me too. Where they don't have to say anything. Yeah, it's all they, silent. They just, just like go, look, here's what happened, yeah. and you know, you can either like put one and one together, or you can't. Right. right. And let's move on. And yeah. I thought that was really, yeah. really well done. And uh, Domhnall Gleeson is uh, the guy who works at this company who won the alleged contest right. of go spend a week with the owner right. in his in his thing. And so there's this contest, but nobody knows anything about what the contest is. The contest right. is just spend a week with the guy who invented it. And everyone's right. like, oh, how awesome would that be? Because right. he's the billionaire, right? right? And uh, – and, he goes on the thing. He's got to take a helicopter ride. The helicopter is only allowed to get so close, whatever. Right. And basically what you end up with is, you know, probably hundreds of miles from anything else. Yeah. He's got this, you know, super half underground house, whatever thing that is also his research facility where he's there trying to build AI. Right. Right. And after Domhnall Gleeson is there for a couple of hours, all of a sudden he says, well, so here's what's really going on, yeah. and you have to sign this waiver. Right. <laughs> and, and what's kind of creepy and what is cool in that they just let it be how creepy it is without overselling how creepy it is, yeah. is that okay. when you really start to think about, I am really here all by myself. Yeah. Who knows where the next person is, <laughs> right. and I'm basically totally at the mercy of this guy that I don't know. Right, that, he could be alone a long time. Yeah, and right. you could you could overly push how creepy that is, right. but they just kind of let it be how creepy it is, right. and just and all that I thought was really really well done. Yeah, and uh, so anyway, so then we meet Ava, and the real thing is it's supposed to be this Turing test. You're supposed to test Ava and see right. if she passes and is conscious right. or whatever. And, you know, hilarity ensues. I mean, then all this other stuff happens. And then, like you said, he goes in. He's in this little hugely thick glass cube right. where he can see into her room where she is yeah. and then he just has to talk to her right and then you know like you said then there's this power outage yeah. and then all the cameras go down and, and then she goes don't believe him he's right. lying to you and 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 then the power goes back up and, you know? and then the power goes yeah. back up and she's like in the middle of a conversation that they were supposedly happening right. having while it was off and he's like uh, 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 uh. <laughs> yeah and then you get a lot right after that that part was great but then right after that, there was a lot that was, I thought, really it good, really too, good. because he's just – He's putting it together. Uh, what, what, but, what, do I, what do I do now? Right, I'm right. just still stuck here. I don't know. What. Yeah. And then he has to talk to him, and he's like, yeah, everything's fine. And I yeah. mean, and it was yeah. – it's like, what, what would you do? Right. What if the AI starts going, hey, you yeah. know? What if that's just something Oscar Isaac programmed her to say to you right. to see what to you test, would do? Yeah. I mean, then it's like you don't know what's going on, and right. all of that stuff was really great. And then there were a lot of parts that they, I didn't like. It, it, it's weird, you know. It sets up it sets up an awful lot of stuff. Um, in some ways, it, it's a weird thing to be, to be reminded of. But you know, years ago when Billy Bob Thornton did Sling Blade he actually did it as a short film mm -hmm. and it caught on. Right, right. And then someone said, this would be great. You right. know, he's like, I got a better idea. I can, I can make this a bigger film. And then it went on to win all kinds of awards, but it started as a short. And when you watch the short, you understand the genesis of the film too. This in some ways felt like a really great short movie, right. somebody's student film. And man, I wish that somebody that they just, just went, do this went on and on and, and get somebody right. because because Alex Garland has done some films that I really liked. He this is his first film, but he's written a bunch of stuff and it's always been really fun. It hasn't it hasn't tried to be super smart. But this is in some ways, without trying to insult him, what happens when anyone tries to write above their pay grade. Like if you set up a really smart, right. interesting film about artificial intelligence who uses like Oscar Isaac, like you said, he created Blue Book and it was a search engine that has been feeding AI for years now. Right. 
you have to understand that you either have to make the film really stupid initially and then write as smart as you can later because it's got to be smarter than you. Right. If you write about AI, it has to be smarter than you or me or right. them. And this isn't. So no, then right. what you do is you put yourself in a corner where you can't solve things intellectually. So now you just do it kind of emotionally. And I didn't, I wasn't involved emotionally with, with Ava. There wasn't right. enough there on her part, ironically, to provide the humanity needed to get me to feel for her. Right. So all I did feel for was, was Domhnall Gleeson, and I still like him, but I didn't really worry for him. So when the, when, the actual, you know, when the actual climax happens, though I don't necessarily intrinsically have a problem with what happened in the film, I wasn't excited by it at all. Like right. I was just kind of like, sure, this has to play out, and this right. is the only way it can play out. And, and maybe 40 minutes, I mean, maybe I'm, I'm really pulling that out of my head, maybe a long time before the end of the film, I realized what we were going to see. Right. You know, it, it was kind of predictable and wrote in a way yeah. that, and like what you said, like even that first minute when it's all kind of quiet or it's just intro music and you, you get this sense of, at least I got this sense, like he's not explaining this. That's perfect because he's assuming the audience is going to be smart enough to get it, like you said. Right. And if you don't get it, then whatever, right. tough. But if you do get it, you know, and I'm thinking, cool, a really smart sci-fi film. I love those. Right. You know, so it, it just seemed to set up a lot of expectations that it came nowhere close to fulfilling, even though a lot of themes throughout the film I, I enjoyed. It was a real weird kind of experience right. where I didn't like the end result. It, it, I guess in a weird way, I'm, I'm fumbling to say maybe an example is if we all went out to dinner with friends and the, the food wasn't very good, but the conversation was good, that's kind of how it felt like it wasn't a very satisfying dinner but i had a good time right so right and like i said there are lots of parts okay. and there are lots of these parts at all different times and they stagger in the, through too. in the yeah. movie yeah there are lots of parts that i really like yeah. that that part i'm saying that part's 10 yeah but then there are parts that we you know have to use to get to those parts where i didn't like there yeah. are, there are a lot of times in the movie i think that they they go a little too hard with Oscar Isaac's character at yeah. certain parts, I think, where, you know, he's he's kind of a loony ultimately. Yeah. Like he and and there's no real need for it, right? right? And I think part of the way the reason he got that way and the reason that there are certain other parts of the film and one of the things I really don't like about the film, there there are two like the main things that I don't like. Yeah. The first one is I don't like the end and I don't like the end because I feel like the whole movie was written with the end built Already first, done. right? And then you got to make it happen that way. Right. And, you know, this is the kind of story that what I want somebody to write is, you know, have the basic idea and then start writing it and then kind of see what happens right. and what you think works the best yeah. or or where does this go? Like – not when you have to have your characters, whether they're AI or they're billionaires or they're the right. dupe who's stuck in the machine, right. have to do what they have to do to get to the ending that you want. You know, it just a lot of parts don't feel as fun and interesting yeah. as, you know, the really early parts when you're just kind of running with the idea right. and seeing where it goes, you know. Yeah. Let's see what I would film or write about, you know, this Domhnall Gleeson character who now suddenly has to feel like he's trapped. And where do right. I think that will really go with his character? But then after a while, I have to kind of shove him in a certain direction right. because I want this ending. So I didn't like that. The ending kind of ruined that in a way for me. And then the other thing that I don't like about the movie is that the movie has several parts where what it's actually trying to do is just make you think you know what's going to happen and yeah. then prove that that's not what's going to happen. Right. And I hate it when movies yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> There's, um, you know, you get to a certain part in the movie where, um, and we're probably going to be kind of spoilery uh, about bit. certain things, yeah. maybe not like the end, but there's stuff that happens that we're going to totally spoil. Uh, so deal with that right. how you will, you have right? Our ratings now. You, so. you get to a part in the movie where all of a sudden Domhnall Gleeson cuts his arm open. Yeah. Because, and he starts looking at his eye, right? right? He finds something out 
that right. uh, everybody else probably guessed first because the movie wants you to guess it because it wants you to think what Domhnall Gleeson thinks right. just so that it can go, no, that's not really it. Right. And I hate that. Yeah. That's just yeah. – uh, that's yeah. like just – I feel like that's awful – plot construction yeah. uh, for me it's just like kind of having a, a goof in the movie where um you know all of a sudden if all of a sudden if the movie completely shifted you know it's almost like if you had something like cabin in the woods starts happening all right. of a sudden right. and if you're making a goofy horror movie then fa- i'm fine with that right, right? if you're pretending right. that you're making some really smart movie <laughs> then you can't all of a sudden go it's not the movie you thought it yeah, was right right, right. And and so he like cuts his arm open and he's like, maybe I'm right. maybe I'm the subject of the Turing test right. and I just don't know right. And that would have been a cool movie. Yeah, you'd have to go a lot of right. a different way. But then all of a sudden we find out that he's the, the AI right. and we just programmed him to have memories of all this stuff and whatever. Yeah. And you know, there's all these parts about, we have to talk about how he was chosen yeah, and yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. So that we can kind of feed that idea in our head and stuff. Yeah. And then it's just goofy. Actually, and then it makes you think, Oh, how cool would that be? Right. Like yeah. he starts cutting his arm open and you're going, Oh, this is going to be awesome. There's if a he finds out he doesn't start. Yeah. Bleeding, you don't know. You're like, Right, you don't know, and then he, and then he even starts bleeding, and he starts like pulling his arm open because right. he's like, "That doesn't that prove doesn't anything. anything." Yeah, I could right? have a little bit, uh, right. right? Yeah, and that was great. Yeah, except that it's not. No, you know, and there and there are other parts I think where uh, Oscar Isaac is really being more of a of a just jerk for no reason kind of. I mean, he's just being obnoxious where it's not really. It's not really integral to the story, except that they kind of explain his theory of how it sort of is because you want to – the movie wants you to just think all kinds of things, right? Right. The movie wants you to think all kinds of stuff like you know, maybe Ava's not even really a robot or maybe maybe Oscar Isaac is a robot and and that's how this – like it just wants to throw all these things in front of you to go, look, it could be anything and – Instead of just doing what it's doing, right, and and paying more attention to just doing that really well, yeah. So that a lot of that really brought everything down for me, especially I think Oscar Isaac's character because there are these times when he's just kind of goofy, mean, you know. He's just he's just sort of screwing with him, yeah. And and, and there's an explanation for it at the end, right? right? But when I have to watch it and then wait for you to explain it, right? it, it still doesn't like work together in the, in yeah. the flow of what I'm watching. Like I go, Oh, so that's why I did it. So now it's all okay. Right. Right. <laughs> I, I kind of liked him almost throughout the whole thing, even in those moments where he was a little standoffish or prickish and you didn't, you didn't know why. I, I mean, they go, they go really far to sell. I, st- I still the, like him. He's really good. Yeah, no, I, but sure. I know what you mean. Like that bridge isn't necessarily the biggest thing you have to cross in order to get the realization you get at the right. end. Like you could you could pepper that in a bit. I I love, uh, you know, I like I like a lot of what thematically seems to be happening in there. Where, you know, the facility is interesting. You know, with the door card and the explanation. Like all of these moments where there's these this narrative and this exposition really worked and he's talking to him about like the real awkwardness of being in someone's house is you don't know where you can go, what you can touch, what you right. can eat. I gave you a key. Now, now you know. Right. And, and immediately any sci-fi fan goes, that's a problem, you know, cause you know that that's, that's not going to work out so well, but there are, there are little things along the way. It was such a rat-a-tat-tat kind of thing. Cause for every moment, there's something fun that spikes my interest. There's something flat that just takes it away. Right. Like instead of, Instead of really, you know, the old adage in screenplays and in films is to show, don't tell. And we don't know anything about Gleason for a long time, except that Isaac says, you know, you're the best programmer in my company. Right. Well, just because you say that, you know, that, I mean, I know that sets up things later, but you got to show me something here. Like now I'm just being thrown accolades and titles and things. And and then not only that, but that part of it, it really only kind of sets you up for the fact that he can do some programming later. So it's even like another step of bad 
making us know that. Right. You know, like right. we should just we should just be able to well, get that some other way. Even even a small irony is that's the ghost in the machine. Right. Like you're basically setting this up later for him to swoop in and be like, I can do whatever I want because I told you 50 minutes ago that I am the best programmer at your right, company right. and your company's, you know, I, I love stuff that he did um, when he finally starts piecing things together and he's like, uh, you know, you didn't you didn't really just like let me win a random lottery. You you looked for me. You found me. You right. chose me. And then he starts piecing things together like, you know, that uncomfortable thing. Where I, I realize what, you know, what Garland is trying to say to us about our search engine topics, where he's like, did you make Ava look like my porn profile? Right, right. right. Like, that's actually kind of uncomfortable, a little unsettling, not because of anything that the film shows, but then you just realize we have no idea what we're doing with our technology. We're feeding right. something. And, and one of the things that I actually really liked about his take on the film was... Uh, I'm paraphrasing. I remember him saying this a while ago. He said something like, the film happens in the future, but only like 10 or 15 minutes from now. Right. Because he's like, if if Apple or Facebook came out with this, you would be like, I, I guess I was expecting that. Right. You know what I mean? It's right. just close enough to be tomorrow, but it's not really that far away. And I kind of like that. You know, right. I like that idea, that that kind of preposition. But. Too many balls in the air, too yeah. many things to keep control of. And it didn't seem like, to me anyway, that they were very hard things to keep control of. Right. And that's maybe the most. Right. And you know, the other uh, thing, like you were saying about the ending, like um, whatever it is that happens at the end, we won't spoil exactly yeah. what happens at the end, but whatever it is that happens at the end, you don't have a problem with it yeah. necessarily. Right. I'll, yeah. But you know, the thing, uh, and I actually kind of do, so. Yeah, did you? Uh, so yeah. there, yeah, I, I, okay. I, I kind of, why. I kind of do, mostly because the way that we get there, which I think has gone wrong in a lot of ways, when we get there, you're just kind of like, eh, yeah, whatever. Well, I mean, it, it, some, it, it should have some weight to it, it and it, it doesn't. And it, very, yeah, and it completely doesn't. I agree. It, it has, it has no real power to it, and it should. Yeah, I agree. And not only does it not have any power to it. Um, when it happens and it kind of falls so flat yeah. in the way that it does, it really just makes you think about a lot of other things, yeah. which the movie shouldn't it, have it, you thinking about. It should have you thinking about one it thing. It should right, have you point. so so engaged there by the time that you get yeah. to the end. All you do is go – all you do is like you're right on board and right. you just follow along. Yeah. And, you know, for me, it all it made me think more about was that, you know – it. It was written backwards, you know. It was written yeah. with this end because, you know, like you said, the ID cards. Yeah. The ID cards are a pretty cool thing. I like that, right? Yeah. The ID cards is is like a cool idea, except when you get to the end, yeah. and you know that we only had the ID cards because we need that to happen right. at the end. Yeah. Then you're like going, you know, if this guy invented every computer thing, whatever, then the door would just know who you are right. when you walked right. up to it. You, have you a don't card. need an ID card. Have a, right? You know, we microchip our dogs. You know, he'd have right. a small chip in his wrist. Right. He, he would never He would never invite anybody. If you're that smart, you know, and you're that concerned about your project getting out. or you And you've taken, got that much money to sink you got, into your thing. Right. You would right? have ocular regenerate. You know, you'd have all these things. You'd have right. chips in your hand. I mean. Right. And then there are other things that happen, you know, like when he explains about the power outages. Right. Right. And he's like, ah, oh, well, you know, we could fix it or whatever. And that, again, is just the movie, yeah. I think, anyway, trying to trying to trick you into thinking that he's more involved than right. he is, that right. he actually knows everything. Right. There was never a point where Ava had him fooled with these power outages, you know. Right. Because if you have infinite money, right, you're just going to fix the problem. Gonna, yeah, right? right. You're just going to not have that problem if it's right. actually causing a problem for you, right. and not something that you want to go on. Yeah. So that's just another way that the movie is, you know, I think kind of like falsely playing with you. Yeah. And you know, like none of this stuff is anything I should be thinking about at right. the end of the movie, right? right? right. <laughs> There's, uh, and then you start thinking about. Well, you know, this was an interesting game to play along with. Yeah. But now that I'm at this ending, I'm kind of thinking, you know, about 50 yards from the house, he's got his own hospital. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like right. fully staffed with like 20 people. Yeah. 
who exist for no other reason than if I happen to fall down the stairs. Right. I mean, because right. you are so in the middle of nowhere right. that nobody who is like the world's biggest genius yeah. is living there yeah. under the delusion that like no accident could ever happen right. unless he's just sitting in a wheelchair and very carefully yeah, moving around <laughs> or whatever. And right? that's, that's the, that's the trap of the trope too, because if you're going to have, and I like that moment and it's in the trailer where, you know, he's in the helicopter. He's like, how far away are we? And he's right. like, we've been flying over his property for two hours. Right. And you realize, Oh my God, this is incredible. <laughs> he, the super genius has to have a crazy, crazy layer. It's either in a volcano, it's in the Arctic, right. you know, or it's in some Island that dinosaurs still roam on. But you're not that crazy. You're going to have somebody nearby that's on call. You're going to pay a surgeon to just stay there, you right. know, and be ready. So, And, you know, at that point, like I said, it's, uh, you know, you know, I should not be thinking of that stuff at the end of this yeah, movie. Right. I should just, you know, like like you mentioned Moon, you know, everything that yeah. happens in this movie should be way more on par with, with that movie, which right. was awesome, yeah. right? But when you get to the end of that movie – Right, you don't start going. Now, if you really had a thing on the moon, would uh, <laughs> yeah. blah 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 with right. the airlocks open in this direction or whatever, you know? Yeah. Because you're just you're in, in it, it. You're, right? Yeah, you're right. just full on in it. Yeah. Which is, I think, one of the funny things that happens on the internet a lot when people start talking about uh, movies. It when you know one of the big things that always just floods the internet after any movie like this comes out or any sci-fi movie or like Looper, like we were thinking about Looper for a really long time is like all the plot holes and find all the places where, where it's wrong. And then, you know, frankly, do people even know what they really mean by a plot hole or is it just something that I find odd about the movie or whatever? But, you know, when you have a movie like Moon, I'm sure there's a million things wrong with that movie. And if yeah. I watch it a couple more times, I can find just, it. just yeah. because I want to go, uh, there. what stands out yeah. is kind of dumb, right? Yeah. I'll find it. But if the movie's really good, right. you shouldn't, you know, every movie has huge plot holes yeah. because you just can't work with every, everything and ever tell a story. Yeah. But this one has so much that it all you think about when the movie is over is, why would he really do that? Why right. why would that be the way this works out? Especially mm-hmm. when you have all those things where you know the the way in which things it's trying to trick you into thinking, yeah. they make more sense for the way things work out, right? right. Like if he if Domhnall Gleeson really is a robot, yeah. then it makes more sense that we're flying him out to the middle of nowhere and don't want him to be able to like get out or go anywhere right. or something like that. But the way it is, yeah. it's like, you know, he could just own a block of New York City secretly right. and like yeah. in the middle of it, have a big layer. guy there. And yeah. just every, everything's yeah. running around him, but no one knows it's there or, yeah. or you know, God knows what. But yeah. whatever it is, you wouldn't actually be like spending years in this place where, you know, there are knives in the house. You can right. cut your finger yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and you're dead or right. whatever. I don't know. It's just – it's all so much stuff that when the movie can't hold you, mm-hmm. that's when you start wondering about right. plot holes. You know, right. this movie could have easily had the same things as far as that's concerned, but you know, told the story it was trying yeah. to tell in a lot better way. Yeah, it would have been. You know, at that point, I wasn't necessarily racing through my head to rewrite the film we were watching. Though, when we're watching a real bad film, I do that. You right, know? but. But when he's cutting his arm, and I'm thinking, this is awesome. He doesn't know he's a synthetic. You know, this is Blade Runner stuff right, now. Right. He doesn't know he's, uh, you know, an AI. And but he's not. He's not fully realizing something. So he's won this, you know, quote unquote contest to come back, and basically teach Ava what he didn't learn right because she's a better version, and she's right. gonna. He's gonna stay there now and be the next, you know, captive. And she's right, gonna go right, And right. I'm like. This will be really fun, you right. know. Didn't really happen that way. And I also, you know, one of the things that was kind of in line with that, which I didn't think they were going to do fully, but I liked that Ava wasn't the first version, that there were like six right, or right, seven right. other. And watching the video of them was was eerie. Yeah. Especially when one of them just freaks out yeah. and starts breaking. That, that was a, gr- that that was was a great part was, of the movie. That was very, 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 like, awkward in a good way feeling right like, that was that was a great part of the movie and a very effectual part of the movie that 
didn't work still as well as it should have right. because of the rest of the movie Everything that it was in, it, right? Yeah. And even the part where he cuts his arm, that could have been a lot better part. But like you said, you know, Ava does not work well enough Yeah, that uh, you you kind of have to be convinced that not only does he think that she's conscious – but he really starts feeling for her. Right. Like all of a sudden, all of the moral questions surrounding AIs, he's so attached to her that he's like done with those conversations already. Yeah. You know, he's right. decided. And she doesn't really pull that off enough no. that you're convinced that he's so completely kind of suckered into her. Yeah. And that would have made that arm cutting scene even better. Like what has to happen to you right. that you start going, am I, am, am I, I a robot? Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. what do you have to go through? And even though he finds out, you know, other stuff that happens, yeah. which I, we won't spoil, right. um, even though the movie kind of purposely spoils it for right. you, I think. Yeah. Um, I think that part is hard to not see coming. Um, yeah, I do too. And, and I think purposely the movie is leading you down that path, even though that path doesn't go anywhere, but yeah. it, it's leading you down that path. But even with the other stuff that happens, I still don't feel like he's really gone through what he needs to go through in order to be at that point that, right. where he's going, okay, look, I'm going to start pulling my eyes back right. and see if there's right. lights under there and stuff. Right. And then he ultimately has to cut his arm. I like that scene a lot. I do too. I like the movie. It could have been if it went the yeah. other way with it. But I I like that scene anyway. Right. Uh, I like that scene a lot. But I don't know that we've actually gotten the rest of the movie that comes before yeah. that scene right. in order and to really do it. And that's a good point because it, it really is strong and it's an effective moment. And it's a really cool, curious thing because you wonder what direction the film's going in. But like you, know, like you said in the beginning, he's only out for a week. You know, right, that's right. not enough time to question your own mortality or your own right. self. And, and serious stuff starts happening. It's right. only a couple of days. Yeah. I mean, yeah. pretty, pretty serious stuff anyway. Yeah. And, and you don't really get enough, I don't think, of what kind of interactions he's having with her. Because you've got a whole right. day, but you only see like 10 minutes of yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's not like they give you any kind of montage of right. here's here's a whole bunch of time he's done yeah. stuff with there. You only get these little bites and they're yeah. good, but I like I like how they handled it, but I wished it had been more cuz really you you fill in all the day that he's supposed to be testing Ava with a conversation with Oscar Isaac. Like there right. he's like, "So tell me today what happened." Right. You know, and that's cuz you want a dynamic between and them all, too, and all they not... talk about is those five minutes. Right. Which is another place yeah. that I think the movie misses a way that we could have tried to make some other stuff happen. Yeah. If they could have been talking about it and Oscar Isaac could have talked about a bunch of stuff we didn't see. Right. Exactly. And then also said, well, but then what about right. the, when the power went out or whatever? Yeah. They could have been talking about, well, when you guys were playing chess or, you know, right. whatever, like pretend that some stuff happened that we didn't see, yeah. you could expand the time right. and that way. And feel like it's really happening. Right. So it's, it's not the first time that a film, not just because it's a sci-fi film, but it's not the first time that a film tried to tackle their issues and just not nail it, even though all the components are there. Right. You know, I mean, we've seen films like this. And again, we're still like seven and eight. Right. We're not we're still, like two and three, and we sound think, like we yeah. are. No, I still think this is a fun film to go see just on the, you know, it, it, if you don't see a lot of these films, it might blow your mind. Right. You know, but if you've seen a bunch, you know, <laughs> if you've seen a bunch, then it's not going to do anything extraordinary, it's, except maybe frustrate you a little. Right. It's but, I mean, probably not going to be uh, your next new favorite sci-fi right. movie this for is, anybody. This is right. way over the realm of something like the Johnny Depp transcendence film we just saw right you know and that tried to do the same ai issues but you know this was just more personal right and, and this more... one is just it's it's really just the three people even yeah. though there are some other people are few, yeah. who are maybe right. in it for a minute or 10 seconds right depending on which one they are but right. it's really just the three of them yeah and and you know even still, like like i said it's still eight and it, even though there's, I have all these problems with it and I don't like it, I, you know, I would rather see a movie that 
tries to do something really cool yeah, and I don't think it succeeds, you yeah. know, every day. It gets before, a lot of effort. Yeah. Before I see another movie that tries to be crap and does a good job of it. Right. right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, I just think I, I so wish I'm so close in a lot of ways to being higher than eight, but yeah. it just, it but, thought, but it, it just, it, it just like, can't it happen. Yeah. Right. So. Anyway, uh, I guess that's it for us today, really. We're about out yeah. of time, and we know uh, full well that it's the Avengers next week, right. which uh, I'm still scared. Yeah, I'm a little uh, nervous. I'm, I'm excited. I don't but know. I'm a little nervous. I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm scared of how much information I see about other Marvel movies all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. we're kind of over this movie already. It hasn't even happened. Right. And Marvel just is only interested in you going to some movie that comes out in two years, really. <laughs> They're like, whatever, this yeah. is done. Yeah. And, uh, you know, not even like a lot of clips or anything. But, yeah. Uh, but anyway, thanks for tuning in. And uh, be sure and share, subscribe, rate us on iTunes and all that other good stuff. Yeah. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with their spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway. Cabela's is coming to Northern Virginia with their spectacular new store in Gainesville. Find everything you need for hunting, fishing, camping, and shooting sports, plus much more. Join us for our grand opening celebration Thursday, March 9th at 10 a.m. Be one of the first 500 in line and receive a Cabela's gift card worth up to $500, plus a chance to win one of three Remington firearms. See store for details. Don't miss Cabela's grand opening in Gainesville, located off I-66 and Highway 29 near Virginia Gateway.